When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody, welcome to episode 40 of the Yenzers podcast. It's me, Jordan, here with Morgan and Sam. Uh, I think we've all had, it's just, it's Monday. We're recording on Monday, but I think that each of us have already had kind of a hellish week. But how, <laughs> how's it going, Sam? Uh, fill us um, in. Yeah. Let's see, the you? last 24 hours of my life, I was suspended again from Twitter for no reason. <laughs> and someone drove a car through my work building. Don't so. lie, Sam. Abusive behavior. That's why you were suspended. Why? Mm-hmm. I just have a question for Twitter. You gave me this account back at, just to resuspend it on mm-hmm. Easter. They're getting and, off on it at this and point. I want to yeah. just say so many accounts get away with so much worse, but Sam. Mm-hmm. Quoting stepbrothers to me gets her banned for life for quote unquote abusive behavior. I just, I take issue with that. Permanently, yeah. So Elon, Elon, if you're It is fascinating. (laughs) These are our demands. (laughs) Yeah, we appeal to you, Elon. God, yeah. So Sam's had a bit of a a day. Morgan, how are you? Oh, you know, just one day at a time. Just taking it one disaster after another. I moved this past weekend and the movers Uh, were here or at my old place, moving into my new place for 11, count it, 11 hours. uh Um, And I don't have a lot of stuff. Like we don't have a lot of stuff. So if that tells you anything about how my weekend went, phenomenally. And then Mm. today Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. with just more bad news on the Steelers. You know, we're just off to a swimmingly good start. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Tuesday. If you're listening to the episode, we're glad you're here with us. We can all just, you know, live in misery together. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. If you need any advice on how to survive a miserable existence, go to Cleveland, ask a Browns fan. They'll help you. Report back. They probably won't help you, but you can at least do some kind of a case study and that will, that will help you. Yeah, we, you know, not a whole lot has happened with the the Steelers and news. However, last week we talked about potential uh, disruption in the relationship between Deontay Johnson and, and the Steelers and how we heard that maybe he was going to be asking for way more money than he should be getting and it's looking like the writing on the wall is starting to materialize because he was complaining on Twitter and he removed different things. He was being very cryptic. He was being very all over the place. Uh, He was a no show for the first off season workout. So this, we, we as Steelers fans are very familiar 
with this kind of behavior. Unfortunately, we know what it looks like. We know the very early stages of it. So it doesn't look good. Uh, True. No. And I guess what, where, where are our heads with all of this, Morgan? Like, what, what are you thinking about? Is this pointing to something greater? Are we overreacting because we've been scorned in the past? What's going on here? I mean, if we've learned anything, uh, it's that mm. history is doomed to repeat itself. And mm. one too many times we have seen a position player dissatisfied with his existing contract or lack of movement on a new contract going into free agency or a few years ahead of free agency. We know what it looks like. Like you said, you put it so diplomatically. The writing is on the wall. It seems like things are materializing in a way that seems all too familiar to us. The PTSD is rearing its ugly head. We're just, I feel like we're all bracing ourselves for the inevitable at this point. Now, like, let's not get it twisted. It's one optional optional being the operative word here optional off-season workout do we know in the past has Deontay ever skipped the first optional workout of the off-season my guess my assumption is that no he is not we've seen Deontay put in a lot of work Mm -hmm. in the off-season and really make it evident that he wants to make the Mm -hmm. effort to show up and be that guy be wide receiver one Mm -hmm. so I would be floored if we were wrong about this being the first time that he's missed the first optional workout of the off season. But again, let's not let the semantics get away from us. He, it it is the optional Mm -hmm. workout in the off season. So while it does seem like, yes, this is leaning towards like a Le'Veon Bell, Mike Wallace kind of situation. Um, and yes, we have been told from a source that that is a possible, if not likely outcome. I don't know that this is, uh, I don't know that it's time to press the panic button yet. Mm-hmm. There are moves that he could be making. Maybe he, he could be trying to force someone's hand, yeah. um, whether or not that's good or bad advice. I mean, I think yeah. I think we collectively know that that's right. not good advice. Mm-hmm. I don't think that you're going to bully Mike Tomlin and Kevin Colbert into working with you. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, we've seen in the past that doesn't really work. So um, if you think you're special, DJ, go ahead and and work. You know your agent's magic in that mm-hmm. uh, regard. But I don't know that. I don't know that this is the first indication of seeing like a, a repeat Le'Veon Bell. I do think that there's some valid concern there though. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, what are you thinking um, with all this? Same, you know, talking to said source, they're super concerned because without DJ, who do we have on the field? So, and honestly, regardless, I think yeah. the Steelers are going to look at the situation now and be like, we're drafting a wide receiver regardless. Like we just know that mm-hmm. as fans, there's no way that the Steelers do not draft a, obviously more than one, but a high round wide receiver. Um, so yeah. looking at that, if the amount of money, if he wants 90 million guaranteed, there's just no way that the Steelers offer him that. Yeah. Um, Maybe over <laughs> nine years. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I, World's we longest contract. 
right? Like we don't know um, what that spans, but I mean, even over, even over five years, like I, I don't see him getting that from right. this team. Yeah. Another yeah. team, maybe over that span, yes, because mm-hmm. other teams will spend that money on wide receivers. The Steelers right. historically don't. We did one time. We saw what happened. Yeah. Never again. So mm-hmm. I also think that it's kind of rude, DJ, to like all of a sudden be doing this Yeah. when we let Juju go to another team. Like mm-hmm. maybe they would have handled the situation with Juju Smith-Schuster a little bit differently had they known that Deontay was going to pull these little mm-hmm. A-B antics as yeah. Sam so lovingly mm-hmm. puts them. Um, I I don't know. It's rude. Honestly, rude. Yeah, so. yeah not a fan. And honestly, I'm I'm not – really all that attached to the idea of the Steelers maintaining receivers or not even maintaining re retaining receivers until they find their franchise quarterback, because they, they do draft really well. The carousel of receivers is a little bit concerning because whenever you see a connection between a quarterback and a receiver, like Ben and AB had, like if you can find that, hold on to it. But at this point, we don't know who our quarterback is right. going to be long term. So if if Deontay Johnson wants to go behave the way that it looks like he's going to be behaving. All right, fine. Like I I know that that means that the Steelers are left with who mm-hmm. at receiver. And that's kind of concerning. But at the same time, their whole offensive situation is sort of a concern still. Like we don't know if Mitch Trubisky is going to be successful here we don't know if he's going to be any good at all and I just I would rather see the Steelers handle the financial piece of this with the long-term picture in mind as opposed to being like well who else do we have besides Deontay if we don't pay him right now you're totally right Jordan because if you paid him let's say almost Mm -hmm. you know 20 million dollars a year and we don't have a stable quarterback for who knows, honestly, how long? We don't know. We're not guaranteed yeah, what's the point? to get, you know, a franchise quarterback next season or even the season after. So you're just letting mm-hmm. almost $20 million a year go to essentially waste because yeah. our schedule's so hard this yeah. upcoming season. It makes me sick to look at that, but yeah. Mm-hmm. right now Mm -hmm. we have never necessarily been a team where the wide receiver room struggles without Mm -hmm. a veteran presence we really have it i mean like because we draft that position so well Mm -hmm. it's okay if we have a relatively young receiver room as long as there's a level of maturity there um i think your point about making sure we have our quarterback, our guy for the foreseeable future in place before we pay a wide receiver is the best yeah. point that I've heard made against paying a wide receiver yeah. today mm-hmm. um, or to date, because think about it. And, and, and what 
kind of message does this give us as far as what they think about Mason Rudolph? We saw Mm. the two wide receivers that Mason Rudolph had the best connection with. That's James Washington and that's Ray Ray McLeod. We saw both of them walk. So what Mm -hmm. does that tell you about who they think the quarterback's going to be? Not Mason Rudolph. Or let's let's also bring up the fact that Mason Rudolph did not show up to the Florida workouts when he had the opportunity to. Nobody, are we, are nobody surprised? is surprised. No, but not at all. None of those, none of the, none of the offensive players have a relationship with him. They don't. Mm-hmm. They, he's so detached. He's so detached. He doesn't care to be right. connected to anybody. But he really. wants the job mm-hmm. handed to him at mm-hmm. the same time. Which I think, how are you going to call yourself a leader if you're a quarterback? I don't care how young you are. I don't care who you mm-hmm. are. I don't care what you've done. You are a leader in that locker room, whether right. you want to be or not. And what does that say to your position players when every single one of you shows up to a workout except you and you still think that you're going to have a valid uh, stake in the game? Like you think Mm -hmm. that you really have a shot at that position? I think that he effectively took himself out of the running and it wasn't a team event. I understand that. It was not a team sponsored workout, event, practice, whatever, camp. I actually don't care because Mike Tomlin is aware that that's the decision Mm -hmm. that was made, that he didn't go. And I think that says all it needs to say. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, we can be thrilled about that. I know I am. But Mm -hmm. um, I love how we just like seamlessly Mm -hmm. transitioned into discussion about Mason Rudolph. But I it happens. That, that, point, that point that you yeah. made was so good, and it actually just lends itself so much to the argument that Mason really isn't their guy. And isn't he doesn't even he's try. Not. And they, no, he doesn't. And that's what makes it so frustrating is that he has this attitude of entitlement, like I think you said, and he doesn't do anything that would even mimic behavior of a starting quarterback like sure you you think that this job should be handed to you but what do you think a starting quarterback should be doing don't you think that the starting quarterback would be at these events don't you think that the starting quarterback would want to show up to these practices these these optional things these team building things you jackass oh god that guy I mean, He's, even if yeah. even if you're yeah. salty that the new the new quarterback, the new guy has come in and you know immediately taken ownership of this team and immediately taken a leadership position and said, "Hey, I'm going to put together this workout for the guys that I'm going I need to get on the same page with, mm-hmm. and I'm going to invite my competition as well because we're, at the end of the day, we're all Pittsburgh right. Steelers, right? How? Yep. What does that? Of course, Mason, who's been like QB and waiting, or so he thinks for so, so long, he thinks. would take that so personally. But like, how do you not show up to that? Like, even if you're pissed that this new guy has come in and done that, how do you not swallow your pride and say, okay, mm-hmm. well, if I want to be the guy, I need to be present. I think there that too. even goes just to show yeah. him, like his maturity level in it. Like, you'd yeah. rather be petty and sit at home pissed off then go out there and put your skills on display. And I don't know, maybe try to build a rapport with your teammates. Instead, you're letting the new Mm -hmm. guy come in and build these relationships that you have not built in the 
years that they've been on mm-hmm. the same team as you, like that speaks volume to mm-hmm. your teammates too. Look who showed up and look who didn't. Look yeah. who wants the job and look who doesn't. That's how I would view it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And granted, he's probably right. pissed that James Washington and Ray Ray are no longer on the team. He's probably yeah. pissed because the statistics show it's empirical evidence. They are his two mm-hmm. best receivers. Mm-hmm. When Mason's in the game, those right. two thrive. Those are right. his go-to guys. And, you know, that probably sent the message to him, just like it sent the message to us that he's not yeah. the guy. So, you know, maybe he's taken himself out of the running, but God, get on Steelers Twitter and people are very opinionated about Mason Rudolph and his right to run this team. Yes, because he was drafted by the team. Therefore, he should be the starter. Yeah. And there's a lot of other um, nonsense out there. This has been ongoing since the Browns signed Deshaun Watson. Uh, But... (laughs) There are just so too too many people. One person would be too many people. Linking Baker Mayfield to the Steelers should he and the Browns decide that they want to part ways. Look at and- the distress on Jordan's face right now, everyone. If you're not listening to the audio and you're actually watching the video content right now, I want you to look at Jordan and feel her pain because she is See all me. of us. See me. Us. Because why? Why? It's literally only for the theatrics of it that people are even saying these things. Because if the... St- like, I think that I was talking to... um a, a Browns fan actually recently. And he said that he thought that um, Baker kind of overplayed his hand after the Browns sort of started showing interest in Deshaun when Baker was like, you know what? That's it. Fine. Then trade me. And then the Browns were like, Oh shit, we, we need to go above and beyond to get Deshaun then. And now Baker's kind of shit out of luck. Like, I don't think any of this was planned. I don't think any of it was really the, what was supposed to happen. So I don't want to say that like the Steelers always saw this coming and have been like, no, we're not going to, we're not going to get Baker. But I also feel like the Steelers are like, no, we're not going to get Baker. Why would they do that? What, what would, what would the point be? He's going to be way too expensive. I don't think that it, it would just be a starting quarterback battle between him and Mitch for who is less sucky potentially. And why would you pay? Cause he's going to want way too much money. Please Absolutely don't touch him. Not all the, the only case study that needs to be done to refute all Baker to Pittsburgh ideas that are out there is look at Odell Beckham jr. Mm-hmm. Guys, the man is a Super Bowl champion, and the only reason that he potentially would not be today is Baker Mayfield. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason. And so I don't understand, for the life of me, I will never understand why the rumors began that if the Browns cut Baker, (sighs) the Steelers are going to jump on him. Yeah. Yeah, of course, Skip Bayless. God almighty. He wants to see that kind of chaos. Therefore, he's trying to manifest it. And it's just I not going to happen. It really is like the perfect example of like reporters just spouting bullshit for attention. 
And that's really what this has turned into. But one person says it and then the entire sports news media world runs with it. And now we're sitting here every single day hearing about everyone everyone talking about Baker to the Steelers. And I'm like, what fresh hell did this come out of? Yeah. Is it the one where Dwight is – Manager, co-owner, the bed and breakfast (laughs) with Satan, because that's a world I don't want to live in. Why are you the way that you you. are, Skip? I hate so much about the things you choose to be. so emotionally charged in the Steelers fan base that logic anytime an emotional grenade is lobbed into the room like that is just out the window all logic gone nope don't forget about the cap forget about the fact that Baker isn't that good forget about literally everything else that would point to the Steelers not touching him with any type of pull whatsoever it it's out there in the ether. It must be happening and we have to fight and rage against it or we will be stuck in this perpetual limbo. I just, I, yeah, I don't know. I, people are wild and that rumor is wild. And Lord help me if that happens. I, I might jump into one of the three rivers. Maybe I'll take turns jumping into <laughs> each one. I don't know. I call Monongahela. That's me. It's not going to happen, guys. I mean, we can t- we can talk about how annoying the reporters are and the media are for perpetuating this rumor, but it's not going to happen. We can all rest assured that Baker Mayfield will never wear the black and gold in Pittsburgh. So, praise Lisa, everybody. Yeah. Breathe oh, Lord. So, speaking of Twitter drama. Morgan, you were telling Sam and me about something before we started recording. Fill us in on that because that sounds pretty wild as well. Guys, I need you to like listen to the story very closely because the truth lies somewhere in the middle, right? There's always three sides of every story. And I guarantee you, we're not hearing the truth from any of the involved parties. But let's get into it. The USFL Pittsburgh Maulers team has released running back Davion Smith. Why, you ask? For ordering pizza instead of salad. You heard that right. He ordered pizza instead of salad. And now he has taken to social media to call out the organization because he believes the release was not justified. He thinks he's being used to make an example out of. Um, I saw a tweet earlier asking if the Pittsburgh or the Pittsburgh Maulers are the Cleveland Browns of the USFL. And can we please just not even put that out there? Like, <laughs> I don't want the association. It's a Pittsburgh team. You know, like we are, you know, we're Yinzers. If it's a Pittsburgh team, we love them. So like oh, the, God, the yeah. Maulers did dispute his claim. And this was their statement. And I'm going to let the listeners decide for themselves because like I said, <laughs> we will never know the truth. We will never know the truth. God, but this is like said, a whodunit. Oh my God. 
On the first episode of United by Football, the weekly USFL all-access docuseries on Fox, Davion Smith was shown on camera being cut from our team by Coach Kirby Wilson. The show captures hundreds of hours of film with the intent of providing transparency to fans, but unfortunately, much of the context was left out in this moment. Smith had violated three team rules in a 24-hour span, and in this particular incident, disrespected a cafeteria worker, which wasn't captured on camera, even though thousands of hours were captured on camera. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. There have been too many instances in the real world recently where, miraculously, the three cameras that we needed weren't on at the time. So I don't trust it, number one. Likely story. Um, Smith has subsequently reached out to direct to Coach Wilson directly asking to be reinstated and allegedly has apologized to the team for whatever rules he broke that they're not going to let us in on. Um, mm. Mm. What do we think? What do we think? Is pizza the real offender? Are we ordering pizza at lunch tomorrow and all getting fired collectively? I don't know. It seems confusing and convoluted. And I feel like something else happened there that everybody's trying to cover up because it was right. just that egregious that it's like the, the I, I don't know there it's it's one of those instances where it makes so little sense that my brain short circuits trying to wrap itself around the, the story like what uh, no what no, what I just think that the story is like there's something not like we're missing something like mm -hmm. what are the three rules he broke then if you want us to trust that this alleged you know series of broken rules actually happened fill us in don't be so cryptic mm -hmm. yep. um otherwise I'm assuming you're firing people because they order pizza for lunch and that's it. yeah because that's absurd Insane. I don't know. Insane. Mm -hmm. So, it's love that now stuff. that the USFL has started, the Pittsburgh Maulers are the team with the drama. Love that. Love oh, that Lord, for us. Help love us. that for our yeah. city. Two oh, thumbs God. up. Yeah. Oh, man. And it is just like peak off season that that is where <laughs> our breaking news ends. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. For those of you listening on Tuesday, it's going to be a little too late for you to join. But um, starting this week, we are doing Yinzer's After Hours after we record the show on Monday nights. So around uh, 10 p.m. Eastern uh, every single week. Hop on Twitter. You can join us. Talk about, you know, things we discussed in the episode. Maybe get a little preview. Um, and then potentially, you know, discuss topics for next week. So mm -hmm. definitely come join us. It's going to be a good time. Or it's going to be, gonna be just so a really, fun. really crazy bad time. Chaos. Where get shut down and Sam's going to get suspended <laughs> on Twitter again. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? It'll be great. God. Wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. wrap it up before we get too far down the rabbit hole and away from after hours. It's been real as always. Thank you to Steelers Nation for joining us. And there don't forget to subscribe, whether it's on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts, so we can keep it with you every single week. We'll see you next Tuesday for another episode of.